1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Broadly Love Wrestling Podcast. And uh, today is a little different, um, should be a short uh, abbreviated episode, um, not only because of that, but Joe is not sitting next to me for this episode. So Joe, don't give me the silent treatment, you can talk, any day Joe, have some dead air.
0: <laughs> it's easier to fuck with you when I'm further away. You can't see me.
1: Yes, very true. I can't.
0: So here's the story of how lazy I am. <laughs> we, literally, we literally live 12 minutes, 12 minute drive from each other. Yeah. I couldn't even make it there.
1: No. Well, I suck again. That's okay. So the reason we're coming to you is we figured with our interview, we really. Don't get the chance to talk wrestling like we were before. So we wanted to catch everybody up and talk wrestling, and especially with the Super Showdown today. Um, and I'll also don't talk they, about AEW's upcoming yeah, don't pay-per-view. You dare, don't you dare leave out AEW. I, I wasn't going I, to. <laughs> I
0: guess the bad part about this is I can't easily cut you off like I usually do. You
1: should, why why can't you?
0: Prim- you're steering the ship because you, you got the phone. You can always pull it away. <laughs>
1: that's true. You could you can chuck I, me in a different room, and I could be talking to myself right now. I like this power. I, I like this.
0: I shouldn't have, see. That's how good of a person I am. That I I led you to that. <laughs> I
1: gave you the power. Well, you're the heel. I, I don't think like that. I'm pure babyface. Not the heel. Okay. I'm The realist.
0: <laughs> I'm a realist.
1: Anyway. Anywho. Let's talk about what. Well, a lot of people are talking about right now, especially on social media, is the. I don't even know what to call this this show. I didn't see a second of it, Joe. You didn't see what? a second of it. I'm watching it as we speak. Oh, are you? Okay, but we, No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> <fucking> completely lying. <laughs> but we've seen all the results. We heard everybody talking about it on social media, and uh, I'm not surprised. I, I
0: want. to. I want to cut you off real quick. Mm-hmm. Can we really put our opinion in without watching a single
1: match? Um, For the results? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I've seen enough clips, and I know the results to have an opinion on how they booked the show.
0: So we're not really judging the wrestling. We're just judging the booking
1: decisions. Exactly.
0: So we don't care about the wrestling in the entertainment world of WWE, the world wrestling entertainment. We don't care about the wrestling part.
1: Does WWE care about the wrestling part?
0: That's a very valid point. Mm -hmm. I think they do in some ways, but for the most part, no. I don't think they utilize the actual wrestling talent that they have. And as far as this entertainment is going, it hasn't been all too entertaining either. So they're just world right now.
1: (laughs) They're just one W. That's all it is.
0: Yeah, they're, they're one for three.
1: Yeah, after today and the decision of putting the belt on Goldberg over the Fiend retaining, I mean, it's a stupid move. You can see why everyone's mad. Um, I would personally have said from the beginning I didn't think the Fiend needed the title. It was too early, and he should have um, been just a secondary Storyline instead of for the title but they gave it to him and now you make a stupid decision and give it to Goldberg on the road to WrestleMania. Here's
0: here's the thing. They had this fiend gimmick where he was slaying all these wrestlers whether they be current superstars or legends in the case of Kane. And he would have pictures up on the wall with the X's over the eyes. Yep. Now why wouldn't like why wouldn't you I mean, Kane has had a much more illustrious career than fucking than Goldberg? I and I would dare anyone to argue that, but anyway, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you follow this same trend where he's this unbeatable, mysterious but also happy go lucky, crazy person? Why wouldn't you not keep like the way that you just completely Uh, I don't know, killed any momentum, possibly killed a character from just doing this. I don't know what they're going to do after this. I don't have too much faith in them in doing something productive with The Fiend after this, but they pretty much killed him today.
1: Yeah, uh, especially because he was so dominant.
0: He was indestructible. I mean, here's the thing, though. He was still he was yes, he was dominant at times, but the matches that he had, he still—I mean, like Rollins, Daniel Bryan. I mean, they still put up a fight. Finn Balor, they still all put up a fight, but they got beat in the end because nothing was enough. I mean, Goldberg's fifty-three; he could barely move. He knocked himself out last year in the same type of event because he missed a spear. Because he missed—he's missing a step. Why would—why would he, in anyone's right mind, why would he be the one to beat? this indestructible monster that you've created or that he's created for you. I mean, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense in a booking world, in the WWE built to WrestleMania world. We've seen this time and time again. So anyone being surprised with this needs to reevaluate their, their feelings.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't think uh, it's surprise more than the shock that they actually did it. Like they, that, I mean, everyone, was such, everyone was, was calling a, for it, like, "Oh, they're yeah. just gonna, they're just gonna, they're really gonna put the belt on them." And then when it finally happened, everyone's like, "Holy shit, they really did do it!"
0: So here's the only way they save face with this, as if, as if, um, hey, they don't all get stuck there for tomorrow night. True. Although that could be a blessing in disguise again.
1: Yeah. But
0: What they have to do to reconcile any of this, and I think that will and the fans home happy, he has to
1: absolutely destroy Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan, H- yeah. Hogan was the one that warned him. He was the one that built
0: Goldberg up. I think he has to absolutely destroy Hulk Hogan. I think that's your um, only, what's the, uh, consolation prize,
1: yeah. so to speak. See, and the only thing I could see coming out of this that, to me, if tomorrow night on, on Fox – the only payoff that would be good that I would accept would be Goldberg coming out big smile on his face holding the title, go to cut a promo and everyone chanting Goldberg Goldberg. It's him to come out and completely be heel. I mean full on heel to where shut the hell up. You actually think I came back for a second time for you? This is all about me. I'm just I mean lay into the fans, go off. And then you have done this double turn now. Not that The Fiend was a full heel because he was loved so much just because of his style, but now he's pure babyface. He's already a heel, Goldberg, in the eyes of the fans because no one wants him as champ. So now you really push him heel, really make him hated, booed, and then maybe you can do a return match at Elimination Chamber. And then put the belt back on him. I don't know what their plan is going into Mania, having Bill Goldberg as your champ, but that would be a good. And then I'd be okay. I get it now. It was just a one-off for Goldberg, and he's a heel, which we really haven't seen Goldberg in his career.
0: Okay. Well, I love that you're living in fantasy land right now. <laughs> I, I, a boy can dream. A boy has dreams. You really are the living embodiment of Shawn Michaels. I just I don't think anyone.
1: It's the only thing that would make that. sense to me to where I'd be like, all right, good, it, then i like the decision because I would like the booking. I understand that that's v- so far out of the realm of possibility, but it's the only thing for me that would kind of reconcile everything happening today.
0: Okay. I didn't really, I, I mean, that wouldn't really reconcile that. I'm not really into the whole Goldberg turning heel, whatever. I don't, here's the thing, I don't care. I mean, Goldberg was never great. I mean,
1: I agree with you, Maybe. but it, whether it's, you no, care or not, he's still the champ. You know what I mean? They're still going to do something with him.
0: Yeah, they're going to do something with him. And Cena's going to be on SmackDown tomorrow night, which means that he's going to declare himself for the Elimination Chamber. He's probably going to have to beat one of the young up-and-comers to get in it, which he will. He'll get in it. There you go. It's
1: going to be Cena, Goldberg, WrestleMania. And, and the only him and going only over beat, and getting number 17, right? Way
0: that I want to see that match. I don't want a regular John Cena. I don't want Happy Go Lucky John Cena. I want the Doctor of thug- Thugonomics, and I want him to be the one who tears down Goldberg verbally through freestyling.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, absolutely. I'm down for that. Because
0: that's the only reason I want. That's that's the only way I want to see Cena. If I could even see him, <laughs> that, that's the only way I want to see him win 17 as him, as his most popular and over persona
1: uh, and go out yeah. and go out like that yeah I mean I don't yeah think, that I, I agree that would be I really nice I'm, really nice I'm in an alternate fa- fantasy land yeah you're living in one fantasy land
0: I'm residing over in the west side of fantasy world so I don't think either of those two I think I think it's gonna be Cena Goldberg or
1: it's gonna be Reigns Goldberg those are your those are our only two options right and unless it's unless it's your scenario, uh, Goldberg and Cena, eh, and then even less Roman and Goldberg. Can you hear Fluff meowing in the background? I can, yes. Well, that's uh, that's
0: our added audio
1: for tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad Fluff could uh, join us again.
0: Fluff, what do you think of Bill Goldberg? What do you, what do you think of John Cena? He's gonna do this pretty much the whole time. So,
1: everyone out there, everyone out there in listener land, this is Bill Furry. Bill,
0: Bill Furry will be meowing to our comments tonight. So, hope you enjoy. Anyway, um, what if, what, we'll throw this scenario out for you and tell me what you think of this. Goldberg doesn't turn heel. Goldberg tries to be the baby face. although he would have to. People would actually have had to like this decision. Now I'm kind of second guessing it as I'm speaking, but what if Corbin's the one to go up against Goldberg? Man. The only one, the only one with heat on that show, for the most part. And Corbin's the one that beat Goldberg at WrestleMania.
1: That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how that build would go. And uh, honestly, because <laughs> I've never even contemplated that. I don't even know how I feel about it. And I really like Baron Corbin and the and the job he's doing. God, that's just a really good scenario.
0: It's a really good scenario, but it's not WrestleMania-worthy. I don't think that they would deem that as WrestleMania-worthy. Because you have Brock Lesnar on one side, you have Goldberg on the other. Um, who are we saying is going to be against Brock? Oh, McIntyre against Brock. So they're going to try and outdo that. And I don't think Reigns is outdoing it by any stretch of the imagination. But I think that's outdoing it. Corbin, I don't see them thinking, like, oh, this is just, that would be, like, your third match of the night somehow. you stop biting my foot?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only other thing I wanted to talk about, which is probably the most, the other, aside from the, the actual title change with the tag team champions, uh, Miz and Morrison, which is awesome. I think it's going to help the tag division – um big time to have them on as champs but other than that the aj styles and undertaker spot where they're setting up for mania and him el- eliminating r truth who put in an amazing performance um from, I thought you didn't watch it from but can I finish from everybody's accounts that I was reading that and then AJ going over and then you see why because the club attacks Mysterio in the back and then Taker beats them up and comes out and one choke slam ends AJ Styles pins him one two three and the Undertaker wins the Gauntlet match, um, just setting up for Mania.
0: It wasn't even a fucking tombstone.
1: No, no, it wasn't. It was. It was
0: his third or fourth. It was his signature. It's like his second signature
1: mm-hmm. behind behind Hell's Kitchen or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Hell's Gate. Hell's
0: Gate. And then you got the uh fucking the power bomb and the tombstone. So he beat him with not the, even la- his the last, last
1: ride, is that what he was, the power bomb? Yeah. Yeah. The last ride. Yeah.
0: The final resting place.
1: That's what he should have called it. Anyway, um
0: Anyway. Yeah, he didn't even beat him with his, his best shot. That's and it's AJ fucking styles.
1: Yeah, that's all it took. Yep. So,
0: boo that booking. Boo that fucking bullshit. I'm not excited to see The Undertaker styles. Not. So, so far, your main marquee matchups, I'm not really looking for... I think maybe Brock McIntyre, because I think that one might be the... Unless McIntyre ends them early and Brock don't feel like showing up again at Mania, because he doesn't feel like waiting on the last fucking... last spot of the night. But... The marquee matchups, I don't, I'm not really feeling.
1: No. On the men's side. No, I agree. I agree.
0: On the women's side, so far the marquee matchups that are starting to take shape, I am feeling. So good on them for getting that right, and fucking piss poor on the men's side.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I agree. I don't, I don't really care about Taker Styles, but I have to admit. Um, I did watch the entrance of The Undertaker and how it happened, and I still get I Still get chills. It's still The Undertaker. The entrance is the best part of him left, and, and then I'll check out. But, like, it, he, man, in a big arena with everything that they can put together as far as the presentation goes, God, I still love The Undertaker's entrance, no matter what. I don't know. That
0: WrestleMania rave is not his friend.
1: No, the WrestleMania. no, 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 I agree.
0: What if he came down on a Segway?
1: <laughs> like uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop?
0: <laughs> yeah, what if he came down in a Casket-style Segway? Would that make him less of an intimidating character?
1: Probably, yeah. Yeah, most you're likely.
0: Saying, you're saying that's a no-go then Pro-
1: a segue? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Well,
0: I think we touch on one more thing, and then we fucking bury this. Just like it should be. Okay. We touch on the universal championship, or not the universal, the uh, world championship or heavyweight championship, whatever the fuck they call it. Brock Lesnar's belt.
1: <laughs> that would be known as the WWE championship. Whatever. <laughs> fucking
0: another fucking squash. Like he's he's put on matches with Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, again Finn Balor. He's smaller guys, very much smaller in stature, especially Brian. Why couldn't they do that for Ricochet? We knew Ricochet wasn't going to win. Why couldn't they at least give him something? Like, does this fucking guy, this prince that's putting out money, does he he control everything in this booking scenario? Because this has been... it, It looks like someone who doesn't understand wrestling just wants to see their
1: favorites win, like someone who's playing with daddy's money. That's what this booking... Seems like. I think that's what it so, is. <laughs> it's it it's it it it's entertaining him. That's it.
0: Yeah, he's. I, th- I, think I picture him sitting there up in the fucking like box seats, like fucking clapping his hands together, like yeah, 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 they did it, yay! <laughs> like something stupid like that like a, like a little fucking kid. Like this is this is little kid booking who just wants to see his favorites win, like some uh, like a nine year old. This is a fucking. Professional booking, this is fucking shit. So who the fuck wants to see? It? That's why I didn't watch it, and now I'm still fucking talking about the garbage.
1: So we'll move on, like you said, we'll we'll bury this where it belongs. Yeah, we'll bury this yeah. right next to Backlash and every other Saudi event. Yes, and uh, let's move on to AEW has a big time pay per view coming up, which go, go ahead. I like.
0: NXT Portland, take over Portland.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like these builds better that are going on in AEW right now. Okay, been yeah. telling, they've been telling much better storylines. Everything's Besides maybe a couple of quote-unquote storylines, some of them were kind of just thrown together last minute, but your main storylines, I mean, Cody, MJF, that's not even for a title. That might be the most interest, interesting storyline. And you don't get to say that a lot for WWE events.
1: Yeah, that that build and the video package that they played um, this past Wednesday was, or yesterday, um, was amazing. And the AEW, I'll tell you what, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Nick Mondo who does a lot of their stuff um, as far as like the video packages. He hits it every time. The production value the story that they're telling, everything that they put, how they script it, it is great. And it really gets you hyped, and it makes you feel like a big fight. And that's what this Cody MJF thing is. It's great. Well, they know how to get that big fight feel
0: down. I mean, I think they they picked that up from maybe their time in WWE. I think Jericho, Cody, and uh, Moxley, I think they get that big fight feel type build. Yeah. Own vision of it, and for the most part, it's been pretty good. I mean, like the uh, the Bucks versus Omega and Hangman. I mean, there's so much history there that that one kind of fell on their lap and turned into a great storyline as well. <laughs> and how fucking Hangman's kind of the outcast in this whole group, and he's part
1: of the champions. Well, and that's the other thing, and like, and I think they're teasing this alcoholic. Uh, storyline with Adam Page. Um, But the other thing is, I was watching it and watching the sit-down that they were having. Yes. And Page getting up and and, and storming away. My wife happened to be in the room and she was glued. I turned around and she was glued to the TV, looked at me and goes, was that real? (laughs) And I was like... And you turned around and said, yes, of course. (laughs) I was like, no. I was like, but... It's they're doing their job. If you had the question, if it was real or not, because it was yeah. it was so well done. The Bucks were really good. Kenny was good being that quiet. I kind of don't want to say anything. And then Hangman over the top with his drink. I loved every second of it. And they did such a good job with it. Yeah, I mean,
0: there's there's two that they've got. Really, I mean, you can't really. I, I mean, should have been the first one we said, but I mean, Jericho Moxley, his whole fucking. I mean, I'm not overly a big fan of the inner circle it's kind of got like i I don't it's got nwo-esque vibes to it to like how these people join i mean there's not really a plan or anything like that or like why did these people join they're just all they're just all in it together type deal like it feels like anyone new that they bring in could be an inner circle member like it's going to be like a NWO, when they finally got done, everyone was a member of the NWO. I don't want it to take that path, but anyway. Jericho Moxley build has been really good, too. How Moxley was joining the Inner Circle, not joining the Inner Circle, and now they fight every week after they go off air. I mean, it's been a good build. It's been physical. That's pretty much what they're going to get out of Moxley, I think, is the physicality. But that one should be... I don't know if it's going to be the best match in the night, but it should be good story-wise.
1: Well, and the other one, I think, that things that me and you already know, but a lot of people don't, for Orange Cassidy, this, I feel, is going to be the match where everybody who talks shit on Orange Cassidy and says he's ruining the business and he's so boring because he just doesn't sell, I think this is going to be their aha moment when they see what Orange can do against Pac. Because... He, I have a feeling they were going to do, all right, the normal Orange Cassidy character shtick of the kicks and stuff like that. But I think then they're going to expand on it and kind of let him go against Pac, and people are going to be floored to see how good Orange really is.
0: The only thing that worries me is the potential booking of Pac squashes him.
1: Mm hmm. Well, yeah.
0: To, to, To get that fucking. Because not, it's twofold. It gives Pac extraordinary heat and which seems like is what they want because he's kind of like the biggest heel on the on the brand and he has been for a little while now but I mean it's kind of a tease too like the people that know and the people that have been saying it it's kind of a tease to the Orange Cadastro like we know he can go, he can we've been saying it, we've seen him but they're not going to show it just yet I don't, I don't think that they're going to go that route but I could see it The same
1: breath. Yeah, I I hope I, I kinda hope it is is coming out. Like uh Cody, I literally just read something earlier today, and Cody said that Revolution could end up being their WrestleMania. Um so I think if you're going with that mindset that big things have to happen in every match, and the way that AEW works is they try and give the fans what they want. I want to. St- I hope that that's the same thing. Is that orange? Yes. And they let him go.
0: Here's the thing, though. You can't. You, as much as this is going to sound very contradictory, you <laughs> can't always give the fans what they want. You can't. Ha- you can't go into it with that mindset. Yes, everyone loves a happy ending, but if the ending happens so soon, what are you going to do afterwards? Like this would be your oh fuck. We didn't get to see him fucking tear it up, but. It doesn't mean he's buried or anything like that. This is his story. Yeah, this is this is his redemption story. This is how he gets back. And then you build it for weeks or maybe months from now. Orange Cassidy finds himself in another match with Pac, and then you let it out. Then you get to see him. Where you get to see him beat down a couple.
1: Yeah, you well know, that's yeah, that's for sure. I, hope so, so. I think i
0: think more people would feel sorry but they would invest a little bit more in it. yeah let's face it the new eyes and whatnot i mean yes you do want the new eyes to to come around on him but their mindset might be oh well how come he doesn't do that all the time i don't get it
1: yeah no yeah you know I, I see that, that. yeah like I,
0: I, I yeah so what he can go but why doesn't he do it all the time like not, they, I don't, I just think the ones
1: that don't get it won't get it. Yeah, no, so you may be right. Yeah. So one more, probably the, one of the biggest story, the other biggest storyline in AEW, is the Dark Order versus SCU, and whether we're going to see the Exalted One finally revealed on Saturday. Now, if you want to, if you want a WrestleMania esque, or
0: we'll call it a Revolution. Moment since that's going to be their mania, that's a surprise that you bring out. That's a good mania surprise. Because it's not like Saturday, it's not like they run on Sunday, then they're going to have a show Monday where they can leave a cliffhanger. They don't have a show until Wednesday. Yeah. So that day would be a good day to to show the exalted one.
1: All right. So what do you think? The three names that keep getting thrown around, of course, are Matt Hardy, Brody Lee, obviously former. WWE superstar yeah and uh, and now now that he's signed although I don't know if they would do it from Lance Archer but he's still a big guy I don't know I think it might be a little early um, and then you got the regular think, the people the Daniels you know what I mean you never know I think it's gonna be a bigger surprise than Christopher Daniels
0: mhm I don't think I don't think People really want to. I think they want to see a surprise. I don't think they want to see Daniels as much. I mean, I think that people will still be like, "Oh, that's so cool!" But that was a great story. Like, "Oh yeah, we knew it all along." I think people want to see someone different. I don't think it's going to be Murder Hawk. I think um, you're more likely going to see uh, Brody Lee or someone that would like kind of fit. I don't think that Archer fits that that mindset.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't, I just don't. I don't see him as the leader of
0: that type of. I can see Harper aka Brody Lee. I definitely see Matt Hardy.
1: Yeah, but you know what? His contract doesn't get up till the 1st. And when's Revolution? Yeah, revolution Revolution's about the 29th, right? cause Mar- Oh, no. No, the Revolution is, is it March 1st? Is Sunday or Saturday March 1st? Uh, No, it's the 29th, it's the 29th, alright. So yeah, so he has a a day, do you think that he could actually do it with his contract?
0: No, because he probably has, unless he doesn't have it in his contract where he can't compete for 90 days.
1: Yeah, that's why I I, kind of find it hard to believe that it would be Matt Hardy. I mean, maybe someone that no one has even thought of yet. That would be even better, honestly. I would like that a lot better. If it was just someone that blows everybody's mind. Yeah. Because all the
0: rumors are now expected. You're going to expect one of the people that are rumored, but if someone that has but Just don't make it someone that no one has ever heard of, or very few people have heard of, like that fucking Luther
1: fiasco. <laughs> yeah, that that you don't want this to be a flop. You don't want this no, to you, go down as your shock master, like you just don't want it as this kind of company, this new company.
0: Yeah, you need this to be like either a sure shot, like okay, one of the one of the top names that are on the list, or someone that hasn't even been thought of and would still shock people.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know who to who to say it is, but I I can't wait to watch it though. I think this is going to be a really good pay-per-view um, from, yeah, from start to finish.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those ones where you're like, oh, shit, this is... Real. It could be like on that takeover level or maybe better. Who knows? There are really good storylines going into it. I will say that. The TV, the TV was at a lull for a couple of weeks. And then once they geared up for this, it got a lot better.
1: Yeah, it did. For sure. A lot better. So hopefully they don't fizzle out after this, and they can keep some storylines going, which I think they will, because I think some of the things are going to develop at this pay per view. Yeah, and that's the other thing I look forward to because they like, as in a sort of New Japan style, some a lot of the times you've seen over the past that they set up storylines further after these pay per views after matches on the pay per view. So it's I like that that way because then you find out all right, well now we're going this way with the storyline. Yeah. So I think that about wraps it up. Uh, talked about the shit show and previewing AEW Revolution, which I can't wait for. I think it's gonna be a great event. Um, so I think that's it. I think we wrap
0: it up and we get the hell out of here. Oh wait, I'm
1: already out of here. Yeah, me too. Never mind. Yeah, you don't have to leave this time. You're already home. Yep,
0: I'm already. I'm already in the comfort of my own home. This is. A smart way to do things. Gotta love via satellite.
1: <laughs> so, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and um, we'll be talking to you very soon.
0: Later.